This is the Become an Unstoppable Woman podcast with Lindsay Preston, episode 50, Massive versus Frantic Action. Welcome to the Become an Unstoppable Woman podcast, the show for goal-getting, fear-facing women who are kicking ass by creating change. I'm your host, Lindsay Preston. I'm a wife, mom of two, and a multi-certified life coach to women all over the world. I've lived through enough in life to know that easier doesn't always equate to better. We can't fear the fire, we must learn to become it. And on this show, I'll teach you how to do just that. So join me as I challenge you to become even more of the strong, resilient, and powerful woman you are meant to be. Let's do this. my friends. Thanks for tuning into the show. This episode is one you are gonna love. It is one of my favorite episodes to date, at least content-wise. Obviously, I'm just recording it right now, but these concepts that I've come up with today of massive versus frantic action is going to rock your world. Now, granted, massive action is not necessarily a concept I've come up with. I actually learned it from Brooke Castillo of the Life Coach School, and my current business coach, Stacey Bayman, is a product of the Life Coach School. And so she's constantly talking about massive action and being in massive action and really coaching me on how to stay there and how to get there. And this whole frantic action thing, though, is something I've come up with because I've realized when a lot of women come to work with me, they're in frantic action. And as we're working together, we're getting them to massive action. And two, right now I'm redoing my coaching process. So I'm redoing my Become an Unstoppable Woman course, which is a 90-day program. And in that, I'm just kind of updating the design of everything. And I'm adding in just a couple new tools here and there. We're actually adding in an inner mean girl voice. If you're a client there, that's it's super exciting to add that in there. And then I'm redoing my Become an Authentically Awesome course. And so that's a three-month course that comes after Unstoppable. And again, just updating the design, adding a couple tools, just tweaking things here and there. But then what's happening next is I'm adding in a three-month just support process of after we go through those two courses of just really getting a client into a place where they're constantly taking action. They're learning again and again how to make decisions and how to stay strong in those decisions. It's something I've been testing out with a batch of clients here, and I'm seeing that they're creating even better results than when I didn't do this. And so Yeah, I'm just getting to a place where I'm really realizing, okay, here is the process and the level of support for somebody to create the most success from this work. And so moving forward here in August, September, that's going to be the only way you can work with me. I've closed out a lot of my lower cost and quote unquote easier programs of just like, you know, do this little five day challenge or this 21 day challenge or just learn your strengths with me. Like those are going away or they have gone away already. And then now it's just going to be, hey, here's the nine month process. Here's the level of support and here's the one time cost. And so it's just making it really, really easy. Um, So with that too, I'm realizing in my own way how to be even more in massive action of just creating down um, some of these decisions and, and things of that sort. 
And so, again, I'm just at this place where it's like, okay, I realize that something I do for my clients is I teach them how to make really strong decisions and I teach them how to get into this massive action place. And um, so today, I really just want to open your eyes to seeing where you are, if you're in frantic action or in massive action, so you can start to catch yourself when you get into frantic action of, you know, shifting back into that massive action, um, because massive action is a place where you're going to create amazing results. You're going to be in a space where you're just going, 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 but it feels lighter and you're actually doing a lot less. And you're just realizing like, how are my dreams coming true? And yet I'm not doing as much as I used to. All right. So it's amazing to be in this place, but let's kind of break down what frantic action is first. So you can see kind of maybe where you're at now. So the first quality of frantic action is you're typically working towards someone else's dream, and you may not even realize this yet. So in society, especially here in the state, you know, the the kind of success system, if you want to call it that, that we're all taught is we make a grade in school. Then we go to college and then from college, we just get a good job and we work our way up the corporate ladder. And by the time we're maybe in our mid thirties, we're in middle management and, you know, maybe we're making six figures by then. And then, you know, we have a family and we have a house and we look really pretty and we stay in shape and blah, 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 blah. Right. (sighs) And so we all kind of achieve for that. I know I used to like, that's, was my system for success. Um, But I just felt empty all the time, all the time. And I just felt like, is this it? Like, is this all I've been striving for? And it just felt like I was living this other plan that somebody had made for me. You know, I even encounter clients sometimes and I say, well, what made you choose the job you chose? And they'll say, well, my college was just really good at that major. And so that's what I chose. Or I'll hear, well, everyone in my family did that. So that's just what I did. I know for me, when I left college, I had a psychology degree and I didn't want to go for counseling yet, even though that was my bigger plan. But um, I was like, well, where am I going to go next? How am I going to make money? And somebody just mentioned human resources to me. And I said, all right, I'll go try human resources for a while. So again, it's like somebody else's plan because you don't have your own plan yet. You're just looking to somebody else to give you the plan instead, right? So that's how it feels. It also feels like you're backing out a lot or you're slowing down when things fall hard. And things fall hard a lot, a lot of times in frantic action. Like things just don't feel in alignment. It just feels like you're walking up this mountain with all this weight on your back. And so when something else bad or hard happens, it's just like this another rock on your back. And you're just like, oh, it was already so hard to begin with. And you just think all the time of, I just want to get down the mountain. I don't want to do this anymore. Or if we go back to the hamster wheel example, it's just like you're running on that hamster wheel, but more and more weight is added to your backpack. Nobody wants that, right? And so you just think, God, I just want to get off the wheel. I just don't want to do this anymore. I just want to break. And you're usually feeling exhausted and overwhelmed and anxious and all that that fun stuff, right? And then also in frantic action, you feel scattered a lot. And you're very unsure of your plan of action. And you may even be a planner. You may have a plan of action and say, well, this is what I'm going to do. But then again, when things feel hard, you're like, hmm, should I follow this plan of action or not? I'm not quite sure. Maybe I have it wrong. Maybe I need to do this instead. 
And if you're somebody who really likes taking action, you may just have like all your fingers in all these different buckets of trying different things. You know, I think a lot about a client I worked with last year when she came to me. She had a very um, great corporate career that that required a lot of time, but then she also taught classes on the side and then she was a mom and then she had a blog and then she started doing this like coaching stuff. And it was like, whoa, you are all over the place. And she was in major frantic action um, to a point where we couldn't even coach together for that long because she just could not see how that was not leading to her where she wanted to go. And so that's typically, it makes me even think about a couple people who um, I've really wanted to work with recently. And they're like, well, I'm just so busy. I just have so much going on. I'm like, you realize like that's frantic action, right? (laughs) So now I'm just going to guide them to this podcast and say, go listen to this podcast. Because really what they're doing every day is not leading them where they need to go at all. And so they've got to instead get to this massive action place, which of course we'll talk about in a minute. But let's get back to frantic action and what that looks like. It also just feels really scattered. You feel unsure of your plan of action a lot, like I said. So you're just kind of like, well, let me try this, or let me try this, or maybe it's this, or maybe it's that, and you're not really sticking with something. It also just feels like you're questioning where you're going a lot of the times. You just think, okay, well, I guess I'll just try this next, and hopefully it'll take me to where I want to go. And then you question the next step and question the next step. You just never really feel strong and secure. You never feel like you've arrived. You never feel, you know, I say confident, but you don't feel sure of yourself. Also in frantic action, you're just frantically showing up with everything relying on the results. So you think, well, if I don't get that job or I don't get that promotion, then, you know, that's my sign or I'm out of here. I'm doing this. Or if I don't close that client, then I'm out of here. Or if I don't get that relationship, then I'm gone. Or if I don't, you know, make this certain amount of money or I don't get that award, then peace out. Versus staying committed to something and just sticking with it the whole time, which again, we'll talk about here in a minute with massive action. Something else with frantic action is you're just trusting on other people's wisdom over your own a lot. So these are people who are reading a lot of books listen to a lot of podcasts, which is great, right? I read books. I listen to podcasts, but those people are secondary to me. They're kind of just looking for, in essence, like this savior or this guru to kind of teach them all the things. And I know this is tricky because in coaching, especially you know, with my coaching, because that's what I focus on. I am telling you like, hey, I have these tools. I have this program. I have this process. It's really going to take you to where you want to go. But I want you to know as I'm coaching with somebody, I am intentionally letting go of them throughout the process. The goal is that they're not looking to me as a guru. They're not looking to me for the answers. I have taught them in that process to look at for themselves or for the answers within themselves. And so it's a very intentional process of getting them to that place. Now, granted, I have a lot of clients that still do maintenance sessions with me because sometimes we just need somebody to see our brain in a different way and hold space for us and ask us questions to get those answers out of us. Like I still meet with my life coach. She does that for me because um, sometimes we're just too close to our own problems and too close to our own brain. And It's just really nice for someone to hold that space for us, to be honest. It's like going to a spa almost, how nice it is. So just know that, is that in good coaching, the coach is having you rely on yourself and rely on your own wisdom, all right? 
Another thing in frantic action is you're letting your thoughts rule you and you just say your circumstances are what's causing you not to have your success too of like, oh, it's my boss or, oh, you know, the coronavirus is what I'm getting a lot or, oh, it's because of, you know, my husband and my kids and I can't do that. And granted, I get in this train sometimes too with the frantic action. I, you know, when the coronavirus hit the first few weeks, I was like, my business is going to go out the door. I just have to take care of my kids. I'm not going to make any money. The sting and blah, 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 blah. But then I flipped to massive action and I'll tell you in a bit how I did that. So that's frantic action in a nutshell. And just to give you an idea of what it feels like to be in frantic action, because sometimes we need to really tap into how we're feeling to realize if we're there or not, is you feel scattered a lot. You feel unsure of yourself. You feel anxious. You feel doubtful. You have this kind of stop, start, stop, start, stop, start mentality versus just being consistent with things. You feel disappointed a lot. Like a lot of things disappoint you because again, you're looking to the external to kind of make you feel good. I want all these results so I can feel better. It's just not gonna, even even with me, you know, even now when I get results, that's just like a cherry on top. Yeah, but you're still looking at results to feed your soul and make you feel worthy or feel fulfilled. And that's just not gonna happen. So you gotta learn how to switch that. So again, like I said, you're feeling unfulfilled. You feel misguided even like, where am I going? I just, I'm going on this path and I just don't really know where I'm going along the way. So because of that, you feel angry a lot. You feel sad. You just feel tired, powerless. It even feels heavy and hard. Sometimes it even feels empty. Like, what am I working for? What am I doing this for? It feels like it's never enough. You feel really clingy and attached sometimes for certain things to happen. And it feels self-serving, like, I have to get this, I have to do this, I have to do that. Even if you've kind of framed it in a way of like, oh, I'm doing this for God, or I'm doing this for my family, you know, there's still this part of you that's just like, again, really clingy and attached to things. And then too, you feel like you're just always missing something. And that something typically you think is like an achievement. Well, when I hit this, then I'm going to feel better. Or when I hit this, and sometimes you may even hit it, and then it still just doesn't feel good. So again, just that constant disappointment. All right, so that's frantic action. So if we were to kind of look at this in a person, we're going to call her Kendra. And Kendra's just somebody who she's coming to me and she's like, Lindsay, you know, I've done all the things right in life. Like I've gotten a great degree. I have a great job. I'm doing all these amazing things at work. But I'm just getting to a point now where I'm just not feeling fulfilled anymore. I feel like I've checked off a lot of the boxes and, you know, I'm just kind of looking at other things to help fulfill me and it's just not feeling the way I want to feel anymore. And at the end of the day, I just feel really tired and I feel anxious and it's hard for me to sleep at night. And I just think, you know, what am I doing this for? I don't get to spend as much time with my kids as I want to or doing the things that I want to do. And I just keep thinking, am I going to do this for the next 20, 30 years of my life? Is that what I'm going to do? And so that's Kendra, right? She's just at that place. And right now I have like, I'm thinking of at least a handful of clients who have come to me with those specific kind of needs, okay? So you're not alone in this. And I used to be in frantic action. Before coaching, I was all over the place. I was working in HR and I was slowly building my career there. But I also taught dance at night. I also, you know, was dabbling in all these other things all of the time. 
And even after I had my daughter, I was just like in this frantic action all the time. She was in all these activities, but none of it was really getting us anywhere to where we want to go. And I was really attaching on to my then partner of like, okay, well, you've got to, you know, be like this and do things this way because then I'm going to feel better and then I'm going to feel achieved. And oh, it just was exhausting. And it just felt like I was just never going to achieve anything or achieve the the inner fulfillment that I wanted because on paper and in pictures, life looked pretty good. Now, of course, if you know my story, you know that all kind of fell apart. And that's that's kind of what happens sometimes when we just have this externally pretty life. You know, this is happening right now with somebody in personal development with Rachel Hollis. You may know her. She wrote Girl, Wash Your Face. She's really portrayed herself as like, hey, look at my marriage. It's amazing. Look at my life. I'm choosing joy. Go out and hustle. Go out and do this and that. And the whole time I've seen and I've watched her, I'm like, hey, I don't get what it is about this girl because this stuff is just really basic stuff. She's really great at inspiring people and I'll give her that. But I'm like, this choose joy, this hustle crap. I mean, that's frantic action written all over it. And two, it just seemed like this externally pretty life. That was just, you know, what do they call it, like curated authenticity, right? And now she's released that she's getting a divorce and people are pissed. People are so mad. Like, how could you have not told us this? You've always made it seem like you've had the most perfect marriage and we should all be like you and da-da-da-da-da. And I see it now. She was in frantic action of like, go, 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 go um, all the time. So just know a lot of times too in this may scare you, but it it can start to cave in when you're in frantic action because things start to fall apart because you just don't have this really strong core. And that strong core is what will lead you into massive action, right? So massive action, when you're in this place, you're walking toward a purpose. You're, you have a strengths-led vision for your life. So you know who you are. You know where you're going. You know what you're going to create in the world. And you just feel like this confidence and this clarity with that. And so this is something we actually create in coaching. We do something called a puzzle. I bring it up often here on the podcast of, you know, we, we take all the pieces of you and we put it together and you make this, uh, again, this puzzle of who you are. So you know who you are and you know where you're going in life. And it just kind of cuts out all the noise of like, here's where I'm going to go in my life and here's what I'm going to focus on. The other thing when you're in massive action is you're staying committed to your goals and where you're going 100%. You're not giving it 80 or 90%, 100%. And this takes time because we really have to kind of clear off the failures of your past, the brain likes to really hold on to those things and say, hey, remember when that happens? Yeah, we're not going to do that again because you got hurt last time. So we have to clear and heal out that old stuff so it's not replaying for you. And then we have to get you to a place where you're realizing that no matter how other people react to you or what happens, it's not about you. And you know how to manage your mind if your brain starts to make it about you. And instead, just say, okay, this is just one little pebble in this really, really, really big stream or, you know, whatever you want to view your life as or this one path of where I'm going. And it's not really that big of a deal, whereas the brain will make it this huge boulder and say, oh, this is blocking your pathway. And again, you just have to have those tools to get back in and get committed 100% and keep going. Because massive action at, as a, at its core is you just continually wanting to get what you want and not giving up no matter what. So I made this commitment with my coaching business 
pretty recently, actually, of I'm going to make this work no matter what. About a year ago, after I took some time off after I had my son, I told myself, this needs to happen in this next year or I'm done with my coaching business. And it was amount of money because I was tired of not making money. When you start a business, sometimes it takes a while and I was over it. And a part of that was my own junk. Like I was just allowing all these things to kind of come in and self-sabotage me. And I was like, I'm done. And so what happens, I got into this massive action place last year and I started reaching out to people for different opportunities and putting myself out there and doing all these different things. And it was uncomfortable as hell. Let me tell you, it was so uncomfortable, but I was committed. And I said, I really want to make this work. And now I'm at a place where it's like, my coaching business works. This is amazing. I've done everything and more I wanted in this past year. Now it's like, I'm 100% committed to putting my business out there in a bigger way and just committing to this new nine-month coaching process and staying with that and being extremely visible and hitting my next income goal with that. In my mind, it's already done. It's like, I'm already done this. So since it's already a done energy in my mind, of course, I'm 100% committed because to me, it's like, of course, I'm going to get this, right? And so that's how you feel in massive action. Because again, you're very intentional. You're very purpose-driven. You're very confident, right? You're very sure of yourself. You also just feel very focused because of that. And you're unwavering. So because you're just so focused and committed, it's just like, of course, I'm going to do this. Like, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to give up. I'm just going to keep going. You're trusting that everything is happening for your best interest too, instead of questioning the universe or questioning if things are happening the way you want it to. You just go back and say, okay, I know that the setback is put here, but how am I going to grow from this? How am I going to make this better? I've actually done this a lot with some of my um, alums lately. With the coronavirus, they're like, oh, the coronavirus, it's just really messed me up, Lindsay. And, you know, I'm scared I'm going to lose my job and this and this and this. I'm like, wait a second. And we do some coaching on that. We get to them back to a place where they're trusting in the greater good and all that stuff. And again, that's the power of coaching, of being a client, because it's it's constantly getting you back to who you know you are and where you want to go when the brain starts to freak out. It just really gets you back into that intentionality so you can stay in massive action. The other thing in massive action is you're showing up 100% with no attachment to the outcome. So you're just showing up as you are because you know who you are. You're not afraid to show who you are. And then no matter what happens, you know it's not about you. It's about them. So a great example of this is when I show up to consult calls with clients. I don't know if they're going to sign with me or not. First, we're just trying to figure out what their goals are and if we're a good fit. And then after about 30 minutes of doing that and we determine we're a good fit, then I say, okay, here's a coaching process. This is what it looks like. Boom. Here's a cost. Let's go. And then it becomes, if they say no, well, let's coach through that. Is that coming from a place of fear or is that coming from, you know, a place where we could, you know, maybe explore that a little bit deeper and, and make the decision otherwise? But I'm not attached to the outcome. I'm attached to um, them I'm not even attached, but I'm just committed to them finding the best answer for them. That's what the goal of the consult call is, because if somebody is just going to sign up for coaching to please me, that's not going to work. They need to sign up for coaching because they have determined that's the best step for them. And my job on that consult is to coach them to that place to allow them to make that really powerful decision to do that. So, of course, you know, I want them to sign up and want to move forward with them, not only from a coaching aspect of wanting to help them, but of course, you know, making money off of this too. And I have a business, right? But I just, every time somebody tells me no, 
I'm just like, okay, it wasn't meant to be and I'm moving on. I don't get attached to that. I don't like beat myself up about it. Now, of course, I have my moments. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm human, <laughs> but I know how to coach myself through that. And that's the other thing in massive action is you manage your mind in order to keep going. You know how important that is. You know how to utilize your brain to work for you versus against you. And so you're just constantly coaching yourself to get back to a place where you can get back into action versus wanting to just stay in your bed and eat Cheetos all day and watch Netflix, right? Because Lord knows we've all had those days. But I encounter people who have those days, weeks, months, years, and that is not where you want to be. All you need to know is how to manage your mind. That's it. The other thing is just you're trusting your wisdom over others. Yes, you're looking to guidance. Yes, you may have coaches or teachers or mentors or whatever you want to call them, but you're still in the driver's seat. You know where you're going. You know your truth. If somebody says something to you and it doesn't feel like your truth, you know how to filter that out. You're not kind of just chasing the shiny object syndrome or chasing some guru who's going to tell you everything that you need to know. You know who you are on a really deep level. So when you're in massive action, it feels purposeful. You feel very driven and strong and unwavering and focused and confident and intentional and forward moving and powerful. You feel of service because that's really what you're there to do is just to be of service to people. Even if you're in a job that's maybe not service oriented, you're just showing up in the best way you know how. You're also very committed and it just feels like the best of you. It feels like if you were wearing an outfit that felt really good and just fit you right. I had a client say that recently. I was like, what does it feel like to be in the best of you? And they're like, oh, it just feels like an amazing outfit. And you just feel even more confident because it just fits you in every perfect way. You also just feel really connected. You feel connected spiritually if you're a spiritual person or you just feel connected to other beings around you. You feel like every single thing you're doing makes a difference. And so it just keeps motivating you to show up and keep going. And it also just feels really growth oriented. You know that there's really no setbacks. Like everything is there happening in your best interest. And so um, it just feels amazing. And so when you get to this massive action place, this is when you start creating massive results, <laughs> get the massive and the massive. And so you're likely working a lot less. Um, you feel really good. The anxiety has gone away. You just feel at peace with things. And, you know, it's not always easy. You're not going to have, you're always going to have setbacks, of course, but you just know how to get over it. You don't let the drama of the setbacks take over your life and make it about you and um, make it something bigger than really what it is, which is just a situation that happens versus you or your brain trying to make all these thoughts and beliefs and create all these feelings for you that just really aren't even true. So if we were to look at a person who is in massive action, we're going to call her Christy. And Christy is just rocking it. Like she is at a place now where she knows where she wants to go in her life and she is going after it. And even though she's having setbacks, like maybe she's not getting the jobs she wants right away, she just keeps going for it and going for it until she gets it. And um, this reminds me actually, I know in this example, we're using career a lot, but this reminds me of a client I had last year. I actually just heard from her today and she really wanted to get pregnant and she really wanted to have another baby. 
And she was in her 40s. And actually, her daughter, I believe, was like 19 or 20. So we're talking like huge gap here, right? And she just kept getting pregnant and having miscarriages. And one of the goals of her and I working together, it was like a secondary goal, not one of our main goals, was that she really wanted to get pregnant. And I said, okay, I think I can help you with your mindset to get pregnant and to stay pregnant. And I don't like to put that stuff out there because people think I'm like so woo-woo and stuff. And I never make guarantees like I can guarantee it. But I said, why not? Let's just try it. That woman was pregnant in like two months, maybe three months of us working together. And she just sent me a message saying, the baby was born and here he is. And thank you so much. And And she just got into a massive action place where we just really focused her in on getting pregnant and keeping that baby and programming her mind to work for her and being very purposeful in that and very confident in that and very intentional in that and boom, pregnant, right? So it doesn't have to just be in your career. It can be in your personal life too. It works all really well in relationships like your marriage or any other relationships of just being 100% committed, 100% in and saying, I'm going to make this work no matter what. I'm going to do whatever it takes for this to work. You know, I've, I'm a person who sometimes likes to back out of things and I've realized this about myself, especially in my relationships. Like with my husband, we were in a place last year where we just felt really off. And I've talked about on the podcast, we ended up hiring a marriage coach. And um, I realized from that experience that sometimes you just need a little help to get through things, to get you back to where you want to go. But I'm so glad we hired that coach because that was really us saying like, hey, we're 100% committed to this. We're 100% going to make this work. And, you know, this is what we're going to do to help us get to that place for it to continue to work and thrive and grow and move in the direction of where we want to go. So yeah, this is huge. And hopefully you're taking that in of being able to shift from this frantic to massive action place. It's one of those concepts, and I know I mentioned this on the show a lot, is that I wish I could just like have you, you know, try a piece of candy and feel a certain way from that candy or pop a pill, whatever you want to call it, and say, here's how it feels. Doesn't it feel amazing to be a massive action? And sometimes too, I think, you know, our brains don't like to admit sometimes when we are truly in frantic action. So hopefully you're able to see today and just admit to yourself if you're in frantic action. Most people I start working with are in frantic action. They just are. Because again, we're not taught these tools in school. It's not like, you know, people are saying, hey, here's how to get the pathway to success. They're trying to teach us a stupid pathway of investing in just our education and working up this corporate system. It's so outdated and just doesn't work. It's just one very small piece of the puzzle. So um, yeah, it's not your fault that you're in that place. I was in that place. My clients are in that place. All you need to do is just do a little mindset work, a little coaching to get you to where you want to go. So very, very simple, my friends. And when you get to this massive action place, I promise you, you're never going to want to go back ever, 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 ever. It just feels too darn good. And the results are too darn amazing. So hopefully you saw that today. Thank you for tuning into this episode. I hope it helped you. I can't wait to hear what your results are from this. Either leave a review for the show wherever you listen to the podcast or go to my free online community. The link will be here in the outro here in a bit. So until next time, bye-bye. Thank you for joining me 
on this episode of Become an Unstoppable Woman. Make sure to subscribe to the show so you get new episodes every Monday. And I'd love it if you left a review for the show too, especially if you're listening on Apple Podcasts. If you want even more from the show, come join the conversation online in my community. Each week we break down the episode and you have a private space to ask your questions. To join, go to lindsay, L-I-N-D-S-A-Y, epreston.com forward slash community. And if you feel like you're really ready to change your life, let's work together in my coaching programs. I have a free assessment that's the first step to seeing if we're a good fit. Just go to lindsayepreston.com forward slash assessment to take it now. Thanks again for tuning into the show today. I'm so grateful you're here and I'll see you next time. But until we meet again, remember my friend, you're only as unstoppable as you believe you can be. So believe in yourself. You got this.